everybody hi uh, I sound a little hoarse <laughs> squeeze we uh, wait oh shit I got the wrong material ah uh, no it's not a I didn't we're not doing show. horses too um we, no this isn't horse too this isn't horse too no. it, but it may be as exciting as horse too because I am clearly under the weather oh no um, we have finally, I wasn't gonna, I don't know, I was like, should we say it? Like, I just, I didn't want to, HIPAA, you know, I couldn't say what Enchantress had. And, uh, uh, you just did. I didn't yet. No, you didn't. You didn't. And technically you had. Like, it's, uh. <clears throat> you said I just did, and I'm like, I didn't. And you're like, you're right. You well, I mean, you did, but you didn't. I said we're I mean, sick. I didn't say. Yeah. But well. she said, yes, it, it could be a cautionary tale. We have succumbed. To the COVID, finally. No! She tested positive this morning. I did not, but I clearly have it. I could not sleep last night. But uh, we, we both have our Pfizer boosters. So uh, yes. uh, symptoms are quite mild. Um, I have a cough. I sound congested, but I'm not too congested. I didn't know the side effect was you sounding so sexy. Well, hello. Um, uh, she, uh, she had a little bit of a fever tonight, but uh, a little achy, a little, but a little, like, uh, you know, it's really not that bad. Um, okay. I'm not saying that COVID's not bad. I'm saying that it, it, I'm assuming what we have is the Omicron variant squeezer. Yes. Yes. And I'm assuming the, the one that consumes planets. Yes. The Unicron pl- uh, variant. And I'm also assuming like they said, the the effects are very mild. Plus, being vaccinated, it affects less. My sister, who has not yet gotten, she was supposed to get her vaccine next week. Uh, she was the first to come down, and she got it the worst of all of us because she was not vaccinated. High fever, trouble breathing, waking up gasping for air in the middle of the night. Damn. Yeah, uh, she's doing better now, thankfully. Good, good. Um, but it all came from uh, my brother. <laughs> Uh, and he didn't mean it either. He feels awful about it. Um, that's the problem. You don't know. So that's why they're saying yeah. this thing's so tricky. We uh, got together for Christmas, as brothers and sisters do. And here we all are with COVID. Yeah. After two, Fortunately, two years. I got a bunch of tests from Ollie's. <laughs> we had so. tests too, and we tested negative. But that one, if the one bogey comes in, Squeezer, yeah, that's what does it. Yeah, but from Ollie's. I mean, Ollie's has a bargain squeezer. They do have bargains. And we so we ordered uh, more tests then, too, and they came in, and the same manufacturer, and Mrs. Squeezer's like, oh, these look different. I'm like, yeah. yeah what I manufacturer? Just, <laughs> the Ollie's one might have just been complete shit, but who knows. But they manufacture those things all over the place, so. What menu, What brand did you get from Ollie's? Uh, something flex, whatever. Uh, uh, they ca- ca- they carry them at Walgreens. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. Not the shadiest of shady, but um. Thank you, Chasing Plastic. You're sweet. 
um, yeah, we, we had the Bionix, the Abbott brand. We tested. We were negative. We're like, we're good. You know, we didn't want to go to my aunt's house Christmas Eve without testing. We did. We were in the clear. Her brother didn't think to test. We didn't think it was an issue. And he didn't mean to. It was not like he purposely went out and got COVID to infect us all. Yeah. Nope. So it was we convenient, are... though, because I, I needed – I got COVID tests, off-brand batteries, and a flex hose all in the same run. Hmm. There is no better week in the history of our weeks to get COVID in our job, Squeezer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was like it was eerily quiet uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was just going about doing my thing and Jake would waddle on in. And he's like, hey, it's quiet. And I'd be like, it was. And I'd walk <laughs> away. And then, and then <laughs> that was it. And then you're like, think you can work from home? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah, and I, last night around one in the morning, I sent an email when I when it's clearly, I'm like I may have COVID, and <laughs> um, a handful of other people reached out and told me that they think they might have it or definitely have it. So at that point, I was just like, okay, everybody, uh, work from home this week because we're we don't have any remotes till friday and saturday and uh, oh trust me i am going to be testing myself like three times saturday morning trying to get out of that (laughs) um well who knows if it it happens squeezer yeah i'm gonna sharpie the line in (laughs) um but that's enough dark covid talk how was your christmas it was fantastic i'm not gonna lie to you Oh, it so, was great. so was ours up until, yeah. you know, COVID. <laughs> yeah, up until COVID. Yeah. Uh I uh we, we had we had a good Christmas. There I'm I consider myself very fortunate. Mm-hmm. I'm in a good place. Uh my family is healthy as of now. All things considered like I got two little kids, like no one's actually healthy. Like mm. I'm fat, they're small and sickly. And your mental health has co- to can't yeah, be that. And, and mental health yeah. too. But like just We've been passing the same <clears throat> nasally cold around to each other um, for about three weeks now. We tested multiple times. We tested them with the feel fancy sciencey one where they ship it away, and nope, just a head cold. But every time someone sneezes or coughs or does something, then everyone in public looks at you like mm-hmm. you're a pariah. It's like, no, no, tested. I thought, Squeezer, I just had a head cold. And then last night, I could not sleep. And that's apparently a side effect of COVID. I had the same issue when I had the booster. I had issue sleeping. I couldn't. No alcohol in the world would put me down last night. <laughs> and I was trying. <clears throat> I was trying. And it just would, it made me impervious. Uh, but um, you, would you, you get anything good? Um. Yeah. Oh, I got that sweet. I I got the sweet Ghostbusters uh painting with like uh you didn't the show guys me this. and Ecto One like made out with words from the lines from the movie. You didn't show thing. me this. Like what's a, that? You didn't show me this. I didn't. I didn't show you anything I got yet. I know. Well, why not? Oh, sorry. I don't know. It was... I, I was going to bring it in the office to show you. I, I showed off my uh, Enchantress got me the um, Razor Ramon uh, signature wrestling intercontinental WWF title. And I, I did not. You showed me that. I put it. I showed it to. I sent it to Jay because I knew he would appreciate oh, it. 
No, you, you didn't show me. <laughs> but I sent it to the group chat. If you want to get inside of my DMs, it might not be your cup of tea. We don't really talk about anything tangible. It's just a place to say hi and mm-hmm. and uh, make jokes, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was looking around the house. I'm like, where can I put this? She's like, oh, well, I thought it would be for your office. I'm like, no, no, I got enough in my office. I think this should go in the house. So I'm not giving her a choice now. So now I'm going to have a Ecto-1 painting uh, hanging up in my kitchen somewhere. Oh, nice. Yes. I demand it. Ish asked if I want some of his Tylenol 3 and bourbon shot, RK. I will take that. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, Xbox uh, Series X. But, you know, it was... Wait, 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 what? Yeah, I scored one. You got an Xbox? Yep. How'd you get that? So, here's a little tip. I wasn't going to, because I don't want to be like, oh, you know, like look at me, I got one, you know, whatever. Um, but this is a public service announcement for anyone that wants to get one. Just go have your mother-in-law ask the guy behind the counter at Target if they have any, and he'll go, yeah, sure, and he goes and gets it. I'll be damned. Yeah, so Mrs. Squeezer is trying to hunt one down looking for one, and she had no luck, and she was on the phone with her mom, and her mom's at Target, and she goes, well, let me just go ask this nice young man and see if they have any. She's like, no, you don't just, they don't just have them sitting in the back for you to ask. She goes, well, yeah, it doesn't hurt. She goes, do you have any Xboxes? And he goes, uh, X or S? And she goes, I think the one. He goes, no, no, you don't want the one. Uh, you want the X, right? The good one? He's like, yes, I want the good one. He goes, yep, be right back. Yeah, that's how I got the the Ghostbusters action figures, the Target exclusive. Um, Joe Brewer, he gave me the tip. He said, just go ask. And I asked, and she's like, hold on. Ten minutes later, she came out. She's like, is this what you want? I go, yeah. She's like, here. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they are sitting back there. I'm guessing it got to the point where... They already sold them to all their friends and family. Mm. So now they're just sitting back there. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, so the first thing I did was go and download the uh, Skyrim Anniversary Edition so I can play a 10-year-old game on a brand new video game console. And that's uh, all I've played on it so far. Why'd you go Xbox and not PS5? Were you... I thought you... Uh, PS5, you just... PS5s are impossible to find. Ah, and eventually, like, look, I'm not going to be like, dude, dude, I need both. But uh, there was going to be a time where come at least fall, I'm going to need an Xbox because since Microsoft bought Bethesda and Bethesda makes like two thirds of the games that I play, I'm like, and they're like, oh, no, no, it's going to be cross platform. It may be a delay in launch, but it's going to be cross platform. And then they're like, no, <laughs> fuck you. We got some good games now. So you have to go buy an Xbox. So, um, yeah, they have an open world space game coming out. Mm. That's realistic. I'll that st- sound like fun. I'll stick to Sw- Nintendo Switch. It's <laughs> 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 about my level of gameplay. I um, we we've been spending a lot of our vacation playing uh, my brother and my uh, brother-in-law in uh, future brother-in-law. I guess they're engaged, so we could call him that. My brother-in-law. In uh, um, uh, Mario Kart, like angry, vicious races down to the wire, where words words are said that sometimes you can't take back. <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's what it's all about, family. I wish they. Esh says they have Xbox and PS Five available at Walmart in the middle of nowhere. So you got to get a Switch because then you and your kid can play. We were playing. Uh, we were watching uh, um, Diana's nephew. Uh, Patrick and we were uh, playing Mario Golf. 
with the motion controls, ah. and it's pretty fun. I, I was enamored. I bought this $10 Christmas bean bags or cornhole, as some say. Mm-hmm. It's a small... Well, is it, is it bean bags or cornhole? I call it bean bags. People call it cornhole. Is it is the board flat at a slight angle, or is it like a 45? I, 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 don't, I don't know geometry. I'm not Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> it, it, if it, if it were a hill, could Jake walk up it? Yeah. Okay, then it's cornhole. So beanbags it, is it's higher. A, it's a larger board, right? And you can land on top of it, and then no, it's the whole... it's teensy. The whole set's teensy. Okay, but you could still land a bag on top of it. Like, yeah. It okay. Yeah, beanbags. It's more of a complete forty-five where it only goes in the hole; the rest will fall off to the ground. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so I grew up. I personally prefer beanbags. Bean bags. Yeah, I grew up playing beanbags. Yeah. So when people are like, "Oh, let's play cornhole," I'm like, "No, fuck you. I don't play beanbags or cornhole. Cornhole, like uh, too many, too many points. Too many points. I'm, I'm a purist. It's one or done. Well, you would hate this game because there's three holes. Oh, you know what? My uh, Mrs. Squeezer's parents had it. We have it. We play it in the backyard from time to time. So this is about your daughters would love this because, I mean, Patrick uh, uh, humored me by playing it with me, but I had so much fun with it. It's it's about 13, 14 inches, Squeezer, and it's mm -hmm. got three holes. Uh, like I think naughty, nice, and something, the small one at the top. So we we're doing one, two, and three points, one point to hit the board uh, and trying to knock each other off. There's oh, it's Christmas-themed. Yeah. Oh, cute. It's a Christmas tree. Oh. Yeah. And, and it, the beanbags are teensy. They're about at, uh, one and a half, maybe two-inch diameter. Um, and we were just having a fucking blast with this little thing. I got You know what? I got to find me one of these. I might uh, for next – because we started doing a thing with, like, our kids and the nieces and nephews for Christmas game together and, like, almost like a Christmas game night. Like, they can play. But not, not just, like – a. Because, you know, like, family parties can be overwhelming sometimes, and the mm -hmm. kids kind of just get shoved to the corner. Mm -hmm. We made a day where it's more for them, so we get together, let the kids play, decorate uh, uh, gingerbread houses, play some games. We got, like, little penguin bowling. Oh, yeah, this and, was, and... This was uh, the same. I, I was torn between penguin bowling and this game, and I, I went with this game. at Tar It was at Target. It was the Wonder Shop. Um, yeah, it, they were right next to each oh. other. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was, it was, it was 10 fun. Bucks. And then, you know, and then the, the adults can, some of them, i.e. me and my, my brother-in-law and my uncle, can go and sit by the fire and drink beer. Well, I was and I then, was challenging everybody. This Usually I'm not a game guy. Like, uh, leave me alone. Uh, my, my nephew is, my seven-year-old nephew is way too competitive for me. He would, I'm, I can't deal with his uh, athleticism well, well, and well, abilities. Patrick made up a, a good rule. If you hit the star, land on the star on the board, 10 points. Oh. Game over. So, and then we, he wanted to play to 100. And then we, <laughs> we were we always getting competitive. But, um, yeah, I, I recommend it. It's fun. And, it, and we also, we made gingerbread houses for the first time ever in my life. We made gingerbread houses. Aw. Um... Enchantress watched. <laughs> she helped. She helped, but she was mainly watching the two her two kids play. Um, and I perfected my Chex mix, re mix recipe squeezer. Oh, oh, that's what I missed the most out of this year. God damn! And years in the past, it was okay. There was a little bit of bitter. I guess I overcooked it, but I looked up the science behind it. I got it perfect. 
So perfect. Oh. I made two batches because we housed the first batch. Nice. It's good. It is good, folks. You brought some in when we did the uh, the Christmas series, right? I think. No, it was before. It was a year before that. Bef- brought, even yeah, before that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, this this is squeezer. This is better than it was before. What I was doing before Ooh. was was okay, but I, I learned some rules. I was like, if you're gonna make old school like 1960s Chex mix, you got to follow a few rules. And one of the rules is. Like, if you think you've overseasoned, you haven't seasoned enough. <laughs> and they were right. Did uh, you have trouble finding the trans fats for it? No, I used butter. Oh. Huh. And you could use margarine or butter, but I use, you know, don't use fucking oil, like room temperature, you know, liquid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need, you need solid at room temperature fat here. Um, but yes, it's the recipe squeezer. If there was any left, I'd bring it in for you, but it, there is none. Two oh, it's, it's okay. Gone. You can make another batch. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was. And I don't even like Chex Mix. No, no. I like, I hate bag Chex Mix. Yeah, All that it's, pretzel it's filler. The, 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 the powdery MSGE kind of, I can't. Yeah. And it's full of pretzel filler. Like if I want to eat a bag of pretzels, I eat a bag of pretzels. Yeah. Like my Chex mix is just mainly rice and corn Chex with it's like two to one rice and corn to wheat Chex because rice and corn have that better crunch mm-hmm. and wheat's good for texture and then just cashews, nothing else. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff, no fillers, no bagel chips, no pretzels, like eat bagel chips and pretzels if that's what you want. This, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, is pure, unadulterated Chex mix. I gotta start trying to figure out my dad's recipe for garlic pretzels again. Absolutely, you do. They were fucking great, and that's the other thing. Like, I can't, I can't go and get those. Like, you know, you can buy them like at any gas station. They have a bag of them, but it's just that granular. Like, they just powder them, mm-hmm. you know, and it, the, the, their seasoning. And it, no, this you have to mar- You basically are marinate them in garlic butter, mm-hmm. and then you roast them. And oh god, are they good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wouldn't just get the nuggets. You'd get like full size big pretzels and then break them up by hand and do it that way. That's the That's where it's at. The classic way to do it. Yeah. Well re reinvent the recipe. That's what I did for all my family recipes. My grandma used to make Chex Mix the same way and I didn't have her recipe. Like she would have been a hundred years old this past July. She died in ninety six. Wow. Woman was unstoppable. But she, uh, this was how she made it. She didn't use mixed nuts with all those filler nuts. So people picking around the nuts they don't like, just use cashews, like fancy, expensive cashews. Make it real. Make it good. That's good. That's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess it was good Christmas had by all by all this year. Um, I I got Enchantress a arcade one up pinball machine. Whoa! Very fun, um, fancy. So, my brother was over Christmas Eve, technically Christmas morning till two thirty, and we were doing shots. My sister and and Chances were passed out. We were doing shots of Fireball. We were drinking. We were pretty hammered. And he's like, "All right, I'm leaving." I'm like, "All right, I got to put together this pinball machine." <laughs> so my drunk ass is building this thing, and she wakes up and looks at it. I go, "Come back to sleep." Thankfully, she went upstairs and forgot about it. Um. 
so I was up till like four fifteen building this pinball machine. Christmas Eve. It's very cool. It has like uh solenoids in it, squeezer, just like a pinball machine. So when it hits the things, it registers like an actual haptic feedback. Oh oh, that's that's the important part. Oh yeah. And you could tilt it too. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It's got uh yeah, it's got all the so it's legit. It's a, it's a just a smaller pinball. It's a legit pinball machine. It's a three quarter scale pinball machine. Yes, but it's nice. it's digital, so it's on a screen. Uh, is it uh? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, is it a a a plunger? Yep. Um. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, this. So I I did my review. There's three tables that Arcade One Up has. We saw them demoing them when we were at Toy Fair, like a mm-hmm. three years ago now. Squeezer. Yeah, wow, that's like a lifetime ago now. Well, two two years ago, technically. It was 2020, not 2019. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. It was 2020? Yeah, it was. It was right before the shit hit the fan. Huh. Because everyone was talking about COVID in China, and it was how hard to get shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, there was a Star Wars one, a Marvel one, and a, uh Attack, from, Attack on Mars one. The Attack on Mars one had... 10 classic Midway uh, pinball games recreated in a digital form. The other two were pure digital-only boards, and everyone recommended the Mars one. So that's what I got her. Sweet. She's a little pinball wizard, so she likes it. Very cool. Yeah, it was a fun... um, Fun, and it has 10 different games in it, 10 games to play. Uh, ten, ten arcade or pinball boards. So you know, I'm gonna get some fancy carpet for my basement. We have the pinball game, the Big Buck Hunter, X Men Arcade, Frogger, and uh, Mortal Kombat Midway Classic Mark Cabinet. I, I'm on, I'm on the verge <laughs> of having a full on arcade. Now you just need a you need a ski ball machine. Now they make mini ones. Ah, uh, no, you can't though. I go full size. You got the room for it. I'll help you get it down the steps. I was about to say, how the fuck am I getting it down there? I almost killed little Dave. Lots getting, of pieces. <laughs> getting her treadmill down there. Can you send me a unbuilt ski ball machine? <laughs> I will build it in the basement. Um. All right. I guess we could. We talked enough Christmas. We talked uh, COVID and uh, yay, yeah, the fun parts. Now it's time to to talk about Mattel toys again. Again, because we did this. Oh, when the hell was it? So it was made a note. It was January two thousand eighteen. It was. Yep. Hang on, and we began. What time is it? Twenty six. Okay, we are twenty minutes past where we started the show last time. So oh, I was scrubbing through we like, right to away. listen for our old picks, uh-huh. and I hit the skip button like 20 times to I was like 15, 20 minutes in, and we were on like our third pick. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I double back, and you actually, at like five minutes, four minutes and 30 seconds in the show, we're like, well, enough of that. Let's get on to the show. <laughs> uh, we talked about some Motu stuff, Barbie Soda Shop, Power Glove, Captain, pa- you talked Barbie Soda Shop. Yes. Okay. Captain Power, Popples, Hot Wheels, 
I think crack is what it looks like. Uh, crack ups, like they were like spring loaded, oh, so when they yeah, bump yeah, into yeah. each other, like they would snap around and have like body damage. For the only time ever on the show, we talked Boglins, uh, food fighters, <laughs> muscle, and in television. Um, and today we've dug out ten more Mattel. Now there's a caveat, Squeezer. Yeah. Uh, these are some of these you'll be like, that was Tyco or so and so. Well, it, it's in '96 or '99 or '90, whatever. Mattel bought them, so it's Mattel now, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I, I had some like, well, how many times did I changed my picks because a couple, a couple. I originally had. Uh, I say I had Voltron on. I'm like, oh, cool, and then I realized. They, Mattel bought them later on. I'm like, all right, you know what? There's that happened with a couple of my picks, but it was only like in the last ten years. So I'm like, ah, that's a little too far out, uh, at least for what I want to go with it. So it was. There's so many mergers, buyouts, and hostile takeovers, and then also licensing changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like they'll just take you know a toy. They'll take their license from one manufacturer to another. So. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it's confusing sometimes. It sure is. It sure is. And we had talked about at the end of that last show was the potential Hasbro buyout. Right, which was, was in the bro- works. Broken up by the Federal Trade Commission, I believe. Yes. And we even said, it's like, if that happens, is it good for toys? And the answer was no. No, the answer is no. No, because no, then there'd be basically one player yeah, really in the like game. Like Walmart. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like Toys R Us going away and, and KB going away, and uh, all these were bad for toys. All right, uh, so I forget who goes first out of where, so I'm going to say you do. Okay. You know, you know what? I believe it is my turn. All right, here is Squeezer's first retro Mattel toy. Puff a little closer, baby mine. Puff a lump and be Clinging vine Like to feel your cheeks so rosy Puff a lump, you're comfy, cozy Cause I love from head to toesy The puff lumps lovable lumps of snuggly stuff puff lump mine Only from Fisher-Price Which is owned oh. by Mattel, I'm assuming? Uh, yes. Yes, Fisher-Price, or, uh, Fisher-Price was Mattel... Um, Hasbro had a what's the other uh, play uh, play school mm. like those were the two competing brands, uh, and when you look at like everything Mattel has, in like yeah they make a ton of toys but their their sub uh, subsidi- subsidiaries I'm um, like subs sub dairies subsidiaries subsidiaries um, subsidiaries yeah um, yeah Fisher Price is like the um, like the the most prolific, like producer they have. There's so much under the Fisher Price brand. I it I think it doubles, triples, whatever else all the rest of Mattel <laughs> puts out. It's insane how much they release, and and not just like your typical like, uh, you know, little kids Fisher Price stuff. There's a lot of licensing and shit that also goes on under, um, Fisher Price, but. Back in 1986, and Little Squeezer was two, three years old, being all adorable and stuff. And I just love a nice, cushy little, uh, 
understuffed nylon creature to you know snuggle with, and uh, I did too. Along came, what's that? I did too. I had a wild puffalump. Ooh. Yeah, they had the yellow monkey. Uh, I have a picture of him somewhere. I got him on Easter Day. He had like sunglasses on that had like um, those, that weird like 3D action where you change it and it, the picture changes. I forget what the fuck that's called. A monkey. Let me see. The yellow monkey. Yep. If you look up wild puffalumps, I had the yellow monkey. Get the wild. I had the dog. I had the blue dog, and I had no idea he was a dog. I always thought he was a bear until I was 38 years old uh, uh, last night, realizing that it was a dog all along. It was hard to tell. Uh, Yellow. uh, Wild monkey yellow puffalo. Wild. Googling with the radiers. Googling with the radiers. My sister had actual puffalumps, but I had the wild Um, puffalump. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Um, these things are and these things are great. You could drool uh, on them; they're easy to clean. Yes, they're easy to it's clean. It's like a windbreaker. Super soft. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It was like a thin nylon, and, and everywhere you look, I'm like, what exactly were they made out of? And and every description is, it's from parachute material. I'm like, oh, that's very scientific. Um, anyway, so it was a it was a, a nylon, very thin, very lightweight. Um, and the idea was, you know, it's for very small children. Um, and it's, it's impossible, uh, not impossible, but hard, uh, to hurt yourself with this, uh, physically because whereas some dolls have like little hard spots or something like that. These are just soft. Mine had rock hard sunglasses. So yes, you could hurt yourself. Oh, that, that, well, that's the, the the first line. At least the inspiration was to the yeah. the problem was the the sunglasses were sewn onto his head, but you couldn't see through them. But I wanted to wear them, so I ripped them off. <laughs> um, wild puff. So I, the, oh, wild puffalumps. So that was like eighty. Oh, I see the packaging on them too. Yeah, eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came with little sunglasses. So you were. Well, that was, that was cute. You got it. What was that like? Your like going to high school gift or something? That day? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it would have been me at four years old. Uh, getting one for Easter. About to be five. Four on the way to five. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. The first run did come out in uh, eighty six. Um. So it was. Yeah. You had the first run. You had a uh, a cat. A bunny, a dog, a bear, a lamb, and a cow. I never saw the cow, I, but like now seeing it, I'm like that's pretty cool. Because they had like little horns. Like, how, how often, like you know, do you have a little cow doll? You know, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like these things. It was my, my sister. Had they the could Christmas. really take a beating. Now. My sister had the Christmas mouse with a candy cane. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a cutie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you said Easter. I'm gonna go with Easter as well. That's an easy ten dollar Easter present. Yeah, because because it's almost like they knew, like, with just the color palette alone, that 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 warm pastel, like desaturated. Uh, like I I vividly Easter remember getting candy mine kind of look and being in my like Easter clothes and being so excited and like I was Aww. able to take it in the car to church, but not in the church with me. And then it was waiting for me when it came out. I remember getting my puffalo very vividly. Yes. 
Man, if only Pee Wee was made of just nylon, they could have just wiped him <laughs> off. Exactly. Waterproof <laughs> nylon. Um, but yeah, they they were nearly indestructible too. Like uh, that that was the beauty of it. You can't really throw them that hard because they're so light. You could you could so. if you get like like a good grip on it though, you could really smack your your little sister with it. <laughs> oh, you just roll a bunch of them up into a sock. And then... <laughs> Um, yeah, and they ran from 86 to uh, 97, actually, which is a pretty good run for a stuffed yeah. animal. Yeah, the, wi- the uh, wild ones had a uh, had a cartoon. I don't know if the actual ones had one. Ah, uh, no, they, they I think they put out like a little short. Uh, just yeah, it was like, just direct to tape. Yeah, it was a tape yeah, your, my yeah. sister insisted on renting from Blockbuster on a regular basis. Oh, episode. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm sure Blockbuster loved that because it was basically a free rental. Yeah, they probably sent it here. Take this for free, yeah, and rent it out to people and get them to buy puffalums. Yes, um, and then uh, discontinued. And then they tried bringing them back a couple times since, like, they do limited runs and stuff like that. Just limited edition. I have not not known. not limited edition, but just uh, re-release from time to time with out of a lot of pop and circumstance. Hmm. Well. Um, I guess it's no better time than now to talk about my first pick, which I've talked about on the show before, but not in intense detail. But uh, here was a Christmas present I got uh, a few years ago. Strange things can happen with the Skeletor Skull Staff. Wicked sound! Time for your lesson! Goldstaff makes six battle sounds. Yeah. The Skeletor Skullstaff. Thanks for the workout, Bonehead. <laughs> ah. The skull. So I want. I've clearly wanted to be Skeletor more than I wanted to be He-Man, Squeezer. <laughs> well, you succeeded. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, this is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, the Havoc staff, obviously, was the regular He-Man um, that had, like, the pagan ram's head on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. Nothing like a little pagan symbolism in your role play. Yeah. I agree. Between that and watching Dragnet, I'm surprised. Right. <laughs> you don't have a cult right now. <sighs> do I? Oh. You kind of, we kind of do, I guess. Kind of, right. Definitely do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, and we're not talking around yours, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so the new Adventures of E-Man cartoon uh, launched, and uh, the skull, the staff that Skeletor had was vastly reshaped uh, with a skull motif. And the toys were a complete bomb. No one wanted them, so they were com- they were super liquidated. So my mom like. Was it bought me it for Christmas because I want I was like at the store and I'm like I want it. She's like, well for Christmas. I was like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I don't know like where Santa factored into this. It was ninety one. I think I might have. I can't say for sure. Um, it was three feet long and had like a button and motion activated sensors and lights and it was had a you put a nine volt battery on it and. Uh, when you swing it around, it whooshes. And then when you, like, smash, like, the point on the ground, it goes, Shh. 
so I was walking around. So my, my family used to do Christmas Eve at my dad's side of the family, usually at his parents, my grandparents or my aunts or my uncles. Uh, then Christmas morning was at the house and, um, you know, church. As we got older, we went to midnight mass. But yeah. we get up, we open one nice. fucking present, and we went to church. And church during Christmas wasn't awful because, like, they sang Christmas. At that, at that point, you didn't realize it was Jesus hymns. You know, you didn't know the difference. You thought they were just well, singing Christmas carols. Well, it's a celebration. It's not all doom and gloom like the rest of the year. Yeah, he's born. He's not dying. Although, I really enjoyed the Stations of the Cross when I was. It was got you out of, <laughs> of school. You, you got to you got to walk through the church and enjoy a little snuff film that's uh, modeled <laughs> on the on the walls of the church. Um. So, uh, we we open up Christmas morning, open up one present, and go to second church and come back and do the rest. And then that night, everyone would come to our house for a party, and you know we'd get to terrorize our relatives with our toys. And a terrorize I did. I was Skeletor all night and day, and I was. I, I kind of made up a new character in my head because I could give two flying fucks about the new adventures of He-Man. I j- and and this and my this wasn't Skeletor's staff in my opinion. His staff had the pagan ram head on it. Squeezer. Yeah. So this was this was uh-huh. a new character I created who eventually became my wrestling evil wrestling persona. <laughs> I was a, a heel. Goddamn. Fucking heel. I was a heel squeezer, and my heel wrestling persona came to the ring uh, with a Skeletor staff and then used it as a foreign object. Oh, he's got the staff. He's got the staff. Oh, good God. I'll hit him with a foreign object. (laughs) So, um, yes, this was very cool. Uh, And I I have a picture, and you can see in the picture, I just, I look fucking miserable, kind of. Because I guess I never truly liked getting my pictures taken, Squeezer. Uh, I I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I still don't. Um, let me see if I have it here to show you really quick. <clears throat> did you want to take your uh, pagan skull staff to church with you? I did, of course. <laughs> Why did have you it? Picture you <laughs> walking in with that. I have a picture. I have a, this picture of of Christmas of '95 Squeezer. Um, I was I was taking some piano lessons, so my my mom got me this Casio keyboard. There's a Minnesota Vikings doll, which I still have. It's down on my couch of a Viking. Um, there's a Casio watch. Uh, what looks like some type of banner in my hand that might be Vikings. But the the cherished oh moon shoes moon shoes there squeezer oh fun but the coolest thing on the pile here of my Christmas presents is a copy of a first edition copy which I still have of Michael Crichton's The Lost World ooh fancy and that's how I spent my Christmas vacation in 1995 you could see my giant mushroom bowl cut in that picture <laughs> I love that haircut glorious I don't have it on hand but i'll i'll dig it up uh you could see my skeletor skull staff just sitting there in my pile of spoils ready for me to take a hold of the character squeezer dude to become the villain i've always meant to be 
You need a full-size replica now. Just to walk around the building with. You know what? Sometimes you have good ideas, Squeezer. Sometimes uh-huh. you have great ideas. <laughs> that is under your great ones. Thank you. All right, let's move on to Squeezer. I just I want I want to hear your door closed and with the someone already starting to ask you for something and I just hear you yell out, "Let this be our final battle." <laughs> Uh, Deb from the third floor. Yep, that's how I see it going down. <laughs> I have this picture of my brother from Easter, and he's got like a toy gun, and he's sitting at the kitchen table on a white Easter coat. He looks like Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta send those to you really quick. Uh, fucking, all he needs is a big pile of coke in front of him. And, uh... And it was the 80s. You you could see our uh, our family scanner might be in the uh, above his his shoulder on the Jesus Christ doesn't he look like Tony? Oh Martin? my God! The only honestly, if you just Photoshop the hair out, it looks like him right now. Like it's oh yeah, it's him. Yeah, you can't yeah. tell the difference. No, no, no. The face hasn't changed. <laughs> just take that hair out. <laughs> and sitting there with a the submachine gun. With uh, what's what are what are the kind of those those bullets called? Is a bandolier or whatever? Um, yeah, like a belt. Yeah, like a, a bullet yeah, belt going through it with a, a side up. On yeah, it. he's got the girl just laying on the table. Yeah, he's you know, and the candy is his drug, so he's he's, yes. he's the Easter candy. I think he's actually eating a jelly bean. If you look in his hand there, so it, it's his like proverbial doing a lot a big pile of coke. Yeah. My name is Chris Kelly. <laughs> Say hello. Uh, I, I, to my I think that bean. calls for a little Photoshop action. Actually, it's. I, I think you're right. Perfect. Yeah, man. Did you? Could you stretch out that phone cord anymore? No. No. When squeezer, you had one. Egon, Egon, Egon Slinky is <laughs> yeah. earlier than that. Yeah. We uh we had one phone upstairs, and like if you need to talk somewhere in private, you need to stretch that whore out. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we move on? Uh, sure, if you're ready. I'm ready. All right, here's Squeezer's second uh, Mattel retro toy. Doodle lets you doodle and undoodle like magic. Animals, spirals, pictures, and more. We all love Magna Doodle. Magna Doodle, travel Magna Doodle, and accessory sets each sold separately from Ideal. Oh man, I'm gonna start singing this uh, to Snickerdoodle when she runs around the house. Oh, it's been stuck in my head since I downloaded it. Doodle, 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 doodle. And and look, it's great, but no one loves a Magna Doodle. Okay. For like ten minutes, they're fun. Yeah, it's just there. We've been playing with it, so they each got one for Christmas. Oh, they're um, still out. Yeah, because because they're like twins. Because if you get one one thing, then they fight over it. So yeah, just uh, my brother, the same. My brother and I had a similar situation, being two years apart. Uh, you know, in brothers, we had you know he got a Game Boy, and my mom was like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna need to get him a Game Boy." <laughs> oh, they're not getting too. Eh, maybe. 
Get my couple Game Boy colors. Hold on. Salud. <laughs> Gesundheit. Uh, Squeezer says Gesundheit. <laughs> she said thank you. Uh, Sick girl. She'll be better, though. So this is a... Uh, I I made the mistake of telling you, it's like, oh, I got a fun story about Magnadoodle. It's not a fun story. <laughs> <clears throat> but it, it's... Uh, if you if you like seeing a multi-billion-dollar company getting dicked over by other multi-billion-dollar companies, yeah, that's fun. Then I do. Um, so, do you know who in what company invented the Magna Doodle? Uh, Rosart. No, no, Pilot. Pilot, like the pen company. The the pen company. Oh, okay. Yes, they're a, a Japanese <laughs> pen company, and you know, like in Japan, like. You know, like in the U.S., like if you're a company and you make something, like you're you're Heinz, you you make condiments, right? Um, or if, you know, or you make pillows. Um, but in Japan, if you're a company and you make pens, you also make like motors for boats, and you know, like windows for skyscrapers, and like silly putty. So like, they also made. Uh, Magna Doodle. Well, they they invented the technology for the Magna Doodle, and then they registered the trademark uh, in the U.S. Magna Doodle back in 1986. Now they're a pen company; they're not about to go out and just start making Magna Doodles and then sell them in the U.S. It's not worth their time. So they licensed it out to Tyco, uh, who was a big player at the time, and Tyco ran with it and made Magna Doodles, uh, you know, throughout the 80s and early 90s um, using, like, I guess part of the deal was they get, they have the license from Pilot to make Magna Doodles and sell them in the U.S., but they buy the cells. They buy the, the cells? Mag, the mag, they buy the magnetic cells ah. from Pilot. So it was kind of like them... Pilots is making money hand over fist on this deal. It's like they're paying them for the licensing, mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. have to pay them for the supplies to make it. Mm -hmm. um, I like this. And, yeah. So, and in, in 97, you know, Mattel comes in, and Whoa. now they're Tyco. Are you eating fried chicken? Oh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I did earlier. Too. Well, it was grilled. I made wings on the grill. Mm. And I had clams because I had to oh. do a practice run for Friday. Oh, practice clam run? Yeah, practice clam. Well, my my the wife's parents came up to play with the kids and see their Christmas presents, and she likes clams. So I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'll make I'll make a little. I'll do a little practice run. And did you have a. to share the clams? What's that? You had to share the clams. Yeah, it was it was a fifty count, so it was <laughs> enough for a little appetizer leading up to Friday. I was gonna say fifty but count. Then that's dinner. Proud that's pop. That's only like four dozen. It's not a lot. But then proud Papa Squeezer. I, it was it was the happiest and darkest day of my life because mm -hmm. she's had them before. And the little squeezette does not like clams, mm -hmm. and I jokingly go, "Oh, are you gonna have some?" She goes, "Yes, I'll have some." I'm like, "All right, whatever. She'll eat one, and they'll be it." I don't know if it's she ate the whole fifty count. Her grandmother started eating them, and she's like, "Oh, if she likes them, then I'll eat them." But she just started going to town eating hers. Next thing you know, she's reaching over and eating mine. Oh, you've gone too far. Yeah. You flew too close to the sun on the wings of Squeezer's yeah. clam. Daddy's clams. My my clams have melted. 
and now I have to buy twice as many. Uh, like she might eat, she could. I guarantee. I watching her go, she could probably eat two dozen right off the spot. She's five. Wow. Um. So which means I have to buy a bushel. So what's in a bushel? I think it's two hundred. I've done it before. And how long does it take to cook two hundred clams? Oh, fifteen minutes. Oh, I have a clam pot. I, well, I wouldn't expect you not to have one. I got to get another one because I only have two. I need a medium. I have a small one. So you you found can... you finally found your carpenter. My carpenter. Yeah, you're the walrus. She's the carpenter. You're oh. eating all the clams <laughs> out of the sea. <clears throat> Ah, uh, yeah. So that's my 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 plans for Friday are foiled, um, because we we're gonna go see that big peep thing come down, perhaps, and then after that, they're all tired, and whole family goes to bed, and Squeezer's left all alone by nine thirty on New Year's Eve. So go make some clams, <coughs> make some wings, eat some cheese, eat some olives, drink a lot of beer, and play some video games. And at two o'clock, turn the TV and go, oh shit. New Year's happened, and then go to bed. Hmm. It's an amazing night. Okay. It's a night of magic. Sounds it. Yeah. I sent you Anywho. a picture of my staff. I got a lot Ooh. of turtle stuff that year, too, so as you can I don't, see. I don't think that's my boss. I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. It is. All right. Um, I would have I liked to see you take that into church. <laughs> oh, I remember this picture. You your shady eyes. Yeah, I I looked evil in it, don't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Mattel came in and they were manufacturing it then under the Fisher Price brand throughout the late '90s, and then in the 2000s, I guess prices for these uh, honeycombs, the magnetic honeycombs that the are needed for the Magnadoodle, it was getting a little pricey, and so. Mattel's like, you know what? We don't need your license for Magnadoodle. We're just paying for the name. Like, we can go and get these <coughs> cells from another manufacturer right. and call it something else. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, what the hell is it? So they called it the Doodle Pro. The Doodle Pro. The Doodle Pro. And so Mattel went and created the Doodle Pro, which is basically just the Magnadoodle, but with a different name and not supplied by Pilot, and they made it a cheaper price and sold it on their own. Pilot sued them and lost. Hmm. Um, I honestly don't know how they lost. <coughs> like I, I'm like it, it. Just be by even calling it the Doodle, you know, the Doodle Pro, and because they're a it, Japanese it being the company same product. and they're an American company, so <clears throat> yeah. Um. But I, I try. I read the the uh, the the briefs and the uh, uh, the court documents and stuff, and I can't understand what the hell. Like, like as I'm reading, it, I'm like, wait, so who won or lost here? Like, it, it was very just. And the judge is even like, and it's the holiday season, and if I put this injunction into place, it's really going to hurt their profits. I'm like, wait, you can't do that. Right. I guess you can, and he did. Um. So then, <clears throat> it's why lobbying exists, Squeezer. It's why lobbying. It's why lobbying is a thing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so Mattel did their own thing with the Doodle Pro. So meanwhile, Pilot 
is like, well, we need someone else to do it. So they go to Ohio Arts. And Ohio Arts is like, you know, they they got the Etch-A-Sketch and all that fun shit. Um, and they're, they have a deal for a while, and they're making the Magna Doodle. And they, hey, we got the Magna Doodle. And they're like, you know what? Did you see what Mattel did? Fuck these guys. <laughs> so they do the same thing. <clears throat> and they come up with a doodle sketch. Oh. Yeah, I... Because so, <clears throat> Pilot and the Magna Doodle is just getting. Who finally like? I mean, the Magna Doodle is a thing. <laughs> yeah, right now, and the ones that we bought recently, um, for the last uh, couple years, are being produced by Crazy Art. Um, and it's only a matter of time. <clears throat> I'm gonna keep my eye on this when when uh, Crazy Art goes and comes out with the uh, Doodleizer. And fucking pilot comes knocking on our door. Hey, Radiers, you guys want to manufacture a magnet doodle? <laughs> yes, yes, you're we damn do. right, pilot. <laughs> You're damn right. Um, Can you make it for us? Send it to us, and uh, yeah, the Radadoodle. We'll yeah, call the Radadoodle. Snickerdoodle after this. Ah, uh, yeah. One uh, of the official Radiers cats. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, the, the kid they love it only. <laughs> getting so pissed off because you know you've tried drawing on one right yeah it's not like you can't do fine art although there's some people that can do amazing things with it but because it's like the pixels are so large right you can't get these smooth fluid lines like you could with like a graphic printed on a box of a magna doodle so my kid's sitting there with the box propped up trying to copy what the kid drew on the magna doodle right i'm like honey you're not gonna get it I'm like, first of all, you can't make that kind of curve. And the scale is completely different. Like, it's not the same product that you're... But she wasn't having it. Um, so, it, you know, fucking Magna Doodle. I used to... Crazy uh, art. Um, this is a 100% true story. I used to use my sister's Magna Doodle to practice my heel wrestler's signature as if he was signing for fans. <laughs> I like, of course you did. Yeah. <clears throat> They're actually useful tools. They use them in scuba diving. Yes. Um, and they use them uh, in uh, Nick Arcade. Remember? Yes. Yeah, it's you and you you would uh, undercut your best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, he's going to get like 50 points on this shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Magna Doodles. But um, yeah, I, I, I'd be sitting there like uh, signing uh, my uh, heel persona. <laughs> It's fun. I'll sit there in the dark after I go to bed, just playing with it now. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, here is my next Mattel toy. Joey Dalton loves to connect his Hot Wheels stow-and-go sets to form a big city. He even runs the new Hot Wheels Stow and Go Railroad. But no matter how far his imagination takes him, there's always a train heading back home. Hot Wheels Stow and Go. So, uh, just a sidebar uh, Enchantress is listening. The sweet, sweet girl in her bed, uh, in our bedroom down the hall, and she replied back, sent a picture of my staff. That's what, she, that's what he said. 
So before, I mean, she's behind. She didn't hear you say, are you my boss? You can't <clears throat> send me things like that. I probably shouldn't be sending anyone pictures of me with my Skeletor staff. But <laughs> here I am, and there I am doing it. So, uh, um. All right, where was I talking? Oh, so disregard the commercial. I'm talking Hot Wheels Stow and Go, but not whatever the fuck Timmy was playing with in the commercial. <laughs> we had two Stow and Go sets. One was blue, and they'd fold up like like a log keyboard case. Uh, does that make sense, Squeezer? Do you know what these are? No, hang on. So they were long. My brother had them. I don't know where. The, I don't remember how the fuck, where the fuck we got them from. Like, I don't remember getting them new. We just had them. We had a brown one and a blue one. The brown one was like a city or like a car wash or some, some what do you fuck it, like that. But the All Pine Mountain Adventure was my favorite. And I did not care for Hot Wheels or Matchbox. They made no sense to me, Squeezer. Um, I, I agree with you. It's funny. Um, I, I, I went on my list down the down the road but yeah I, I i had a bunch of you know toy cars but like and i know it's a whole world and we will piss people off because you'll intermix them or you don't know every detail between hot wheels and matchbox like it's it is a world upon itself right um but i was a micro machines kid uh again something my brother was into yeah. i could give two flying fucks but it, about. It, but it doesn't make sense they're just a little smaller like I, I didn't like these, but I like the the smaller ones for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, this playset was fun to use. Uh, another toy that we talked about last time, the Motu. Uh, I'm uh, not Motu. Uh, the muscle, fig- the muscle wrestlers, and like, and not. Uh, I, I had muscles, but I had a bunch of like tiny scale that you got out of either quarter machines or the Dollar Tree or you know like. 700 for a dollar at KB Toy Store in clearance. And they would, this was their, their uh, winter retreat squeezer. Um, there was a little ski shop and uh, like a, 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 a garage. And there was like snow boulders that would come crashing down. There's like snow. Are you looking at the Alpine Venture? I, you know what? I have the Alpine, but then I came across, which one? You said your brother had the railroad one? No, no, no. He had the brown one, which was like the city or the. The garage or something, I forget. Oh, because the brown one, it's like a railroad yard. It has like <laughs> no, a brown turntable on it. No, that wasn't. That's that not one, it. No, I had this. I had that one. No, I'm looking at it. That's not. That's not the one. He there's a few okay. brown ones. But yeah, that's the one that. Well, it was. That's what they. The color that they had back then. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a few blue ones too. We had the all pine. All oh, pine. Shit, you 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 rad yearsed me. I'm like, oh shit, I, you just made me remember something. Hmm. The yeah, alpine, thanks. yeah, and then it had like a little like so this thing folded up so everything like popped up in it, so you propped up, <clears throat> you uh you had to like fit the pieces in and you know, not all of them were there, and there was a ramp and like it, you you so the car you would like launch a car from the top and it'd go all the way to the bottom, mm-hmm. at the ramp so that was fun but there was like a way station, uh there was like a a, a lookout like a makeout area like a lookout post that like like popped up. <laughs> Above the way station, I vividly remember popping that thing popping out and me like having to squeeze it in. The, the three boulders would come down and crash down. It was it was fun to play. Like I love this set. I'd play with my action figures on it constantly. Uh, and Chris was like, 
This is for Matchbox. What are you doing? <laughs> but he let me play with this one. He had the city. That's So we'd put them both out and we'd play together. Uh, um, but yes, the Hot Wheels, uh, Stow and Go playset, Alpine Mountain Adventure. And you find these things like they're, they're fucking expensive. And I think yeah. this originally came out in 1979. Um, I don't know when we got it because, again, they just kind of appeared. Do you have toys like that that just you don't remember getting, but they were just there? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of that was, like, uh, yard sale stuff. Like, in my case, my mom would, like, like would come from, like, a yard sale. Yeah, I figured, like, my cousin – it either came from my older cousins or it was a gift and, and like, I was we were just too young and I don't remember originally getting it. Yeah. Because, like, outside of, like, Christmas and my birthday, like – that's when you got toys. Like, and then Easter, you got, like, there's that, the one. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, it's uh, August 20th. Let's go get you a toy. Right. Like, it wasn't until I was older. You and, were kind of, like, like if, when I was sick, occasionally you'd get something nice, you know. Like, yeah. if it was a sick boy, my mom would feel bad. Um, get me, like, when a, I was a, little a, older a wrestling magazine and, to cheer me up. Like, the, the Star Wars toys, like the Kenner stuff. Um, especially... Late, like when I was well, then at that point I was yeah. buying it myself, like <laughs> right. you know the. Uh, uh, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, for the special edition re-releases. Uh, special edition re-releases, and then even later too, like um, Phantom Menace ones uh, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was my money at that point. That, yeah, was, I, that was I was working at KB money. when those came out, so yeah, I didn't yeah, buy it. I, I was I was giving. I was giving you my uh, golf course. I was buying the uh, San Francisco Toy Makers ECW figures. Yeah. ECW. Yeah, my my Tommy Dreamer, my RBD one. <clears throat> I had the Dudley. I had them all. Nice. I have them all still. I still have my RBD. I think Dreamer somewhere too. In I left them on card too. Oh <coughs> no, no, they used to they used to brawl. Mm. I mean, I, I know I might have been in high school, but it's not like I was getting laid, so might as well don't put them up. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't either. I just I saw collector value in them, Squeezer. Ah, ah, because you learned from the the comic book crash from just five years prior. Mm-hmm. All right, here is your third pick. This year's American Girl doll, available just for two more weeks in stores, and then she disappears onto eBay, where sold-out items like the Grace doll's French bakery set are already being scalped for a staggering 4900 bucks. What? The company, founded yeah. in Middleton, Wisconsin, 30 years ago by a woman named Pleasant Roland, who eventually sold out to Mattel, the folks who make Barbie. At a time when Barbie doll sales have been tumbling down 16% last year, Mattel grossed $620 million on American Girl dolls last year alone. Hmm. Uh, the, the slide whistle is what makes it there. Yeah. Um, I cut up a little news package because there is no real... There's like some commercials for American Girl dolls, but they're a little more recent. I was looking for something a little more dated, but... Mm, okay. um, I learned a lot from just watching this one news story and the fact that there are little girls out there that have <laughs> they went to like one girl like who was like has the most American girl dolls they're like well how many do you have here she's like I have 35 of them here 
but that's not all of them. I I have more at my beach house. Like, ugh. She had more in, in American Girl dolls than, like, you could buy a car. With what you have? Because these dolls are like a hundred plus bucks a piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did uh, your sister have one? Uh, no, no. Do you recall? No. Nope, she never did. No. Um, they had a hefty price tag, and I don't, I don't know what it was. Why? I mean, I, you know, why they cost so much? Is because they they could like that was part of the allure and the marketing of it. It's look, they're I'm not going to take anything away from, I, because my sister had one, Mrs. Squeezer had one. It's actually directly on the other side of the wall. There's a big Rubbermaid tote with uh, Samantha and all, all her accoutrement in there. Hmm. Um, that poor little orphan. <laughs> she went through so much, and now she just lives in a Rubbermaid tote in my basement. Um, <laughs> but and they're really well made dolls. And if they get damaged, you can send them back, and the company will repair them. But it, that I look at it as my uh, my Harbor Freight rule. There are some tools that I will buy from Harbor Freight. It's like, oh, yeah, well, it'll break. Yes, but at the price that I'm paying for this piece of junk tool, it can break 10 times over, and it's still going to be cheaper than a quality brand name one. And that's also why I don't bring... Uh, good tools to work i don't bring my good dolls to work either <laughs> um but it, it it trust me my kids are getting a hand-me-down <laughs> i could because i watch them play with them I'm like i am not giving you a hundred dollar doll to destroy and and the the paraphernalia that goes with it because they just end up ripping the clothes off them anyway cutting their hair and, and that's it like, ah this dress is getting in the way and cutting their hair do they do that yet uh no, I am very cautious with letting them have scissors. Okay. Um, I actually because being a a Boy Scout and knife safety instructor, I make sure to teach them, uh, the proper uh, handling of sharp objects, mm-hmm. and it does nothing. And it extremely, it very much pisses Mrs. Squeezer off too when I hand her a scissors, in front of them, and she goes to take it from me, but I don't let go, until she says thank you, which is the common sign that. Like, thank you, I have it, or yes, I have it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's also just a polite thing to do. One day she's just going to push that into you. and <laughs> Just plunge it into my sternum. <laughs> yeah. And she'll say, thank you, as she twists it. Uh, the strangest thing. And I boom, face first. <laughs> Ah, is my was that our first usual suspects reference ever on this show? Uh, I want to say yes, but probably not. Uh, I'm sure there was at least once we were in a barbershop quartet in mm-hmm. <laughs> Illinois. Um, but yeah, so I, I think part of it is the allure is the prestige of these dolls. So it's kind of like, why do they cost so much, and why are they so great? They're so great because they cost so much, and they cost so much because they're so great. It was like the perfect marketing just, <coughs> you know, swell. Like, they knew what they were doing when they made these. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it, it was a big thing, and it still it still goes strong. There's a, a shop in New York. I don't know if it's still open now, but they had, like, a headquarters. You can do stuff there. And Yeah. Um, uh, Enchantress was telling me there's, like, a... A hospital, a doll hospital, or something. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually, 
I don't know if they just put him in. They they feature it in the spot because the guy, the reporter, took two of his daughter's dolls there, um, or just the producer made them say that his two daughters' dolls were there, and they did the repairs there, and they all wear little lab coats and stethoscopes. And it's oh, cute. so they actually fixed the dolls? I thought it was just like a a larf. Oh no. They, I'm pretty sure they did probably just throw them in the trash and get a new one. <laughs> but um, they fix them up and then they ship them back to you. And they're like, oh, they're all healthy. And they come back in like a hospital gown. It's a whole thing. And that hospital um, gown cost you $200. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, don't, I don't think you can use your flex payment uh, debit card for that. Uh, when the insurance company asks, what was this? Um, Felicity uh, lost an eye. Your flex health spending card. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't think you're allowed can, to. Can I put this on my flex health spending? My health, my age. I, I mean, who knows? American Girl might have their own insurance plan. For all you know, right. um, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but it, it, it's a very interactive thing. Like they, they always push that from the start. Like the, the characters have stories. Um, my sister, she had Felicity. Who was a young girl of nine years old back in good old 70, 1774 Williamsburg, Virginia. What a fun time to be alive for a little girl. Mm-hmm. I bet she had some big brothers that she never saw again. Mm-hmm. Training um, to be a housewife. Yeah. Or, yep. or a, a, a uh, army ner- an army surgeon on your front porch. Yeah. Uh, she was, pr- I'm, I'm going to guess that. Uh, she's probably a loyalist. Her dad was probably hung. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They they kept it kind of vague. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig deeper and <laughs> flush out Felicity's story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that you know, as, as, and then let's see. So she was God you know, save nine the and seventy seven. So twenty and eighty. So she's probably like the grandmother of some Confederate general. Um, so so she's just a in a family of traitors. Okay. Um, so you think her dad she was very said, nice "God breath. save the king" as he was hung? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I learned he any, was pro- he was probably that asshole trying to steal the gunpowder. Yeah, probably. If I learned anything from the 475 times Enchantress has played the Hamilton soundtrack in the house, uh, we were on the right side of things. <laughs> That's how Kristoff was a good king. So it teaches history. Yes. Oh, it's highly accurate. Right. I didn't realize Hamilton was a a, a little Puerto Rican guy. (laughs) I mean, the things they don't teach you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I took it as gospel. There is going, there has to be. George Washington does not look. Like a strong black guy on the button one dollar bill, they really fucked that up. <laughs> Whoever did his portrait. <laughs> well, I mean, they they were, they were just going off a of memory back then. There yeah, was a description. Yeah. And they only had. You know. Um, I I guarantee you, there's got to be at least one dumbass kid in this world that walked into school and thinks now that whatever he saw in Hamilton was actually history. So. Mm-hmm. Heard on Hamilton Squeezer, it's musical. Yeah, but if you watch it, you could you see it. And stay awake. And stay Oh, God. I mean, yeah, I know. I had to watch it with <laughs> Mrs. Squeezer, so. I saw it in person, Squeezer. Oh! oh. In person, No, I, I was able to get up, go to the bathroom for a couple hours. Oh, I had, I had to watch on. it. I had to watch it, too, twice, so. 
Well, one time I was out cleaning the garage while they washed it inside. The second time was, was uh, I had nowhere to run, <laughs> nowhere to hide. I mean, every, I mean to be fair though, <laughs> the majority of my knowledge on the subject comes from a Got Milk commercial. So, hmm. Uh, all right. I guess. Uh, what are we at? Mine. My next. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Here it is. Let's you copy and stretch your drawings. <laughs> Twirl and mix Gak. Do a Gak's <coughs> new. <laughs> now you've gone too far. Make Gak creatures. Start a Gak band. <laughs> How many ways can <laughs> you I'm getting angry faces from this entrance. Nickelodeon Gak Splats and Gak Copier. Each sold separately from... From Mattel. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm getting yelled at. Oh, uh, you're getting yelled at too? Yeah. So am I. Oh, you getting yelled at by uh, Enchantress? Jake. Oh, Jake. What is Jake yelling at you for? <laughs> he just he just went back and started listening at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Told me to fuck off. <laughs> and Jake walled into my office. If it was a hill, <laughs> Jake can walk up it. <laughs> oh, it's true. We did say those things. Sorry. I know he's listening. That's why I say these things. I got two angry faces from down in the bedroom from Enchantress for shitting on Hamilton. <laughs> Uh, it's a musical. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Um, I'm talking Gak, and you know how much pride I take in knowing that as a kid I played with a toy that was named after cocaine or heroin or drugs in general. <laughs> yes. They named it Gak on Double Dare because that's what they used to call like drugs back in the day, Gak. And I guess they liked it. Like, there's this guy I know who. Might work for a big uh, entertainment conglomerate that might look like Axl Rose that did so much coke in the eighties. They called him Gaxl Rose. <laughs> like when you when you do more cocaine than Axl Rose, that you have a special cocaine nickname. Like that's pretty important. Uh, there was so much Gak. We had like I the original Gak. I had the Gak pack with that three colors of Gak in it. Uh, I never had Gak in the dark. Solar Gak. Smell my Gak. <laughs> Smell My Gak was the fourth scented, fourth version of Gak that was scented in 1996. It had pickles, flowers, vanilla ice cream, buttered popcorn, sunscreen, hot dog, pepperoni pizza, and baby powder. Baby powder? Baby powder. I know, you should get some for Joel. <laughs> Play with, like, slime. Uh, of course, the Gak Pack. The Gak Vac was a toy vacuum that sucks Gak up and spits it out. <laughs> Why would you spit it out? Um, there was four monsters monsters called Gakoids uh, released um, in twenty re-released in twenty twelve that were that were Gakvac monsters that also did the same thing. Gak's Alive was dark black colored Gak that filled with magnetic particles or fine iron fillings that you could use a magic wand with and entice the Gak to look like Venom. Like Venom's sim, sim, symbiote or symbiote. <laughs> Nothing like having metal shards in my toys. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Gak copier, which we heard there. A playset where a user draws on the foldable tablet, places some Gak on the other side, uh, closes the tablet, and when open, the drawing is transferred onto the Gak, similar to Silly Putty Squeezer. Uh, Gakoids. Uh, 
was a container for Gak that looked like a weird creature whose uh, head, eyes, nose, and mouth would pop out when Gak was squeezed through the bottom of the head container. Sort of like a real Ghostbusters toy. I remember. I think I remember these. I didn't see. I didn't. I don't know. My mom was one of those. It'll stain the carpet. No, my mom. My mom was uh, for some reason like she always bought me the slimes. I always had the slimes, but I like uh, had to be very careful with it. Our, our our mutual friend Adrian had some. I would play with it in his basement. Yeah, I also had Floam, which was. Yeah, I played with Floam a bit. I think my cousins had it, but again, like I never. And then I don't know. I I, I was I wanted Gak too much. That Floam never never did it for me. Um, I had uh the Zog logs too, and I think in that picture you could see, um, you could see my Zog log playset, which was something like you would like. It was like little balsa wood, kind of things, and you it came with like little a little Dremel. Sorry, <coughs> sneeze. Bless you. One more. I didn't know he was going to lay out that long. I would have tried to cover for him, but nah, this is what I do anyway. So I had the Zog Logs workshop that had like a saw, a sander, and a little Dremel squeezer, if you look it up. Zog Logs. Oh, it's Zog Log. Yeah. That's a Nick toy? Mm-hmm. The Zog Log workshop. Oh, yeah. So it was like little, almost balsa wood. And, uh... You'd cut it and dremel it out and make. Oh, it's got it's like a little kid scroll saw. Yeah, yeah, and a dremel and a little sander. See the sander below. Is it an actual scroll saw? I mean, it was plastic blade, but yeah. I mean, it's balsa. I mean, really. I mean, really. Like... It was foam. It wasn't even balsa wood. It was. It was, oh. it was foam. Okay. Yeah. It kind of just yeah. vibration probably enough to. But like, I I I got a scroll saw ready to go when she's um, maybe seven. Like you can you can go with a scroll saw because yeah. was... once you start cutting yourself, you get it's good enough that you can pull yourself back. But uh, Mattel made these Nickelodeon toys in the nineties, and they, they were a hit. They're hit. We talked about a few before. Uh, and time to move on, Squeezer, to your fourth pick. Hmm. <laughs> It's the only one with a real soap suds. It's the Hot Wheels car wash, bud. Look at those suds. Going up. Second Look at floor. Rinse cycle. Third floor. Spin dry. Whoa. Yeah, it's a three-story triple action Hot Wheels car wash. Build a whole Hot Wheels world. Cars and place sets sold separately. Hot Wheels leading the way. Hot Wheels leading the way. Ah, build the whole world, you ruthless bastards. <laughs> um... Yeah, who doesn't love... I mean, if you got cars, they're going to get dirty. I mean, shit, I don't take my real car to a car wash, but, you know, maybe <laughs> my, my play cars, I would. Uh, Hot Wheels wasn't the first. Uh, I think Matchbox actually had the first car wash to go out. But... Well, they're again, both owned by Mattel, so... Yeah. Um, well, they both are now. Yeah. Um, it... it I, I don't know. You would mix and match. You wouldn't be able to. As a kid, you really didn't know the difference. Now I'm speaking for myself. There might be some kid I absolutely knew. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Sorry. I apologize. 
Um, and also doing that voice was probably offensive to you also. Uh, I'm pissing everyone off tonight. The, the Matchbox guys, the Hot Wheels guys, Jake. <laughs> um, but the car wash I thought was always like the most fun because it gave you like a little something extra to do with your cars. You weren't just letting them go, zipping them down the track, and that was it. Like it was, it was a process. And you know me, I like my processes. Yeah. Um, and you'd go up the little ramp, you get the little cranky thing, you spin them through, and then um, you you squirt the little water. And this one, there are different ones like the the match matchbox. This is where I'm getting. Yes, the matchbox one from like 93 would just like kind of like squirt a little water on it right and then um they would go through the rollers now i'm pretty sure mattel also had like the same thing out for hot wheels in the 80s as well um it's just it's very confusing um but in the later 90s that's when they went with like all the crazy contraptions and the plastic started getting better and they would connect together um and to make the 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 uh, uh, city play set the uh, right. Oh, what the hell was the name of it? The Stone Go Got City. It here. Yeah. No, not the Stone Go. This was um, uh, Hot Wheels World. Mm. Now that was when they were like pushing more and more play sets because uh, play sets make money. Because um, it was probably cheaper to make one plastic play set than one metal car. <laughs> probably. Um. But it, little foam pumpers, and then uh, you it would go through, and then you put it in, it rinse it off, and then you go in the spinner, and that was always fun. It was basically a salad spinner for your car, mm-hmm. Woo! and you spin it, and it comes out, and now you have a moderately wet car, and with the little rusty axles now. Right. Um. Yeah. It was it was a fun idea, but uh, the the problem is twofold. One, the toy is always going to get moldy. It's like having a bath toy out of the bath. Right. And two, those cars, like the moisture, the water gets trapped in there, and those axles on those things are so small and fine, and they rust. And I had, I know for a fact I had, I lost cars, not necessarily to the car wash, but just playing with them outside. They get wet, whatever, and then just they rust and just fall apart. Um, but the process is fun. And and also, I think I look at it as it's like the centerpiece of like a Hot Wheels world or any other like car playset. Like you have like the parking deck kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and like the different kind of like roundabouts and stuff. Uh, and like, I don't know, police station. I don't know why parking decks are so much fun, um, but like the, the the car wash gave you the most to do. And it was messy. Hmm. Yeah, no, we had one too. Um, and that was the only time I wanted to play with the cars. Let me wash the cars. <laughs> we play with the water toys and then drink out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you like a water gun, you know? Oh, that water. Yeah. And that water never tastes better than out of a water gun. Um,. Oh, and again, more on the uh, on the with the the car wash there, Squeezy. Oh no, good now. Please go ahead. Okay, let's move on uh, to my fourth pick. This was Tyco Squeezer, but it, they're owned by Mattel. I was looking for a good crack when suddenly there it was—a crash dummy cracker. <laughs> 
So we had we were big in the crash dummy uh, phase. My brother more so than me because it was some like rule following safety shit. <laughs> of course, he would look at it that way. <laughs> well, it was technically. Was well, a, yeah, but PSA like they still told you what to do at the end of the fucking toy commercials. Yeah, but you weren't listening to that, right? No, no, I was into the destruction squeezer. That's why I like them. <laughs> Um, they could be destroyed, uh, and they were fun. Like you, you had a car that would smash up, and an airbag would pop out, and you just reset it and do it again, over and over and over and over. This was this was the chaos I needed in my life, Squeezer. <laughs> again, Chris loved it because it was all about rule following <laughs> and rules. I'm sorry, I'm picking on Chris today, but it's true. <laughs> he liked rules as a kid. Can you blame him? No, like, uh, you know, following rules, like testing and, you know, wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, so um, I, we had, we each got one year for Christmas the Crack Ups, which were like the wrestling buddy size crash dummies that were, it was a torso and there was Velcro pieces on the head the two arms and the legs and the arms legs and head velcroed on you famously could see these in airheads uh they bring them home from the toy store uh steve buscemi works at and uh in the beginning of the movie but uh, these i had the purple one and chris had the white one and they were fun you just like whip them anywhere in the house and they you know with the right uh amount of force and uh hit point they would just explode and limbs go everywhere Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And they were fun to, 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 again, what did you think I would eventually migrate my guy into? Oh, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. an innocent bystander. Oh, my <laughs> God. He decapitated it. Oh, his head's gone. His head's clear off. Good God. That's going to hurt. <laughs> Doing Vince with he uh, was the handheld camera guy. He was the superca that got in the way. Right, right, and just got, got a, uh, oh, he's he's got the cameraman. Uh, oh, what is he doing? Oh, he's oh god, he ripped his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> was it? It was Velcro. Yeah, it was Velcro. It held pretty good. It was it was pretty clever. Yeah, it looks like a fun little toy. I only I had a little, a few crash, like the just the little figures, a few of them, uh, and like one or two. That was it. My brother had a few, and he had the car, but I mainly I like. I talked to Enchantress about this the other day. She's saying how her her nephew expects a toy every time they go out. I'm like, I used to be able to like I get permission to look at the toys, like that was a treat. Like, oh, we're going to Lanco. If you're good, I'll let you look at the toys. Yes. <laughs> and you go, you pick it off the peg, and you look at the back. You know, you look at it and then look at the back to see what else is there that you don't have. Right? Mm-hmm. So I remember looking at these and wanting them, but never getting them at Lanco. Uh, it was Lanco. There, there are two, I lie, there were two occasions I remember that were, like, out of season that... I got to get a toy. Now, it, it might have been like, oh, you had like, you know, Christmas or birthday money or you can go buy something. But right. it was my Batman 89 
figure that I got there and uh, uh, my Mighty Max uh, like Snake Mountain playset. But and and for, at Lanco it was probably like three dollars. Yeah, no, Lanco is kind of expensive. What? Sometimes, yeah. No, no, yeah. The ce- how could it be expensive? The ceiling tiles were falling on my head. <laughs> well, this was I, like which you were going to the Copley Food Lane though, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was going to the Lanco, like the the one in in Dorneyville, the 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 oh, proto proto Walmart. Well, it was two separate. Like you, there was the fo- there was Food Lane and then Lanco. But they were connected by the arcade. You'd actually have to go outside to go to the other. Ours was all one place. Ah, no. And the arcade was just the lobby as you walked in and out. Yeah, I remember uh, that, and they, and they had an altered beast in the arcade. That was. And I, I think that was the only thing they had. I, I, one altered beast. I look back on Lenko. If I could like go back in time and see anything, it would be to go back to Lenko one more time and just take it all in eating that pork rind for the first time. My mom's like, that's fried pork skin. Never t- put that in your mouth again. <laughs> they had like samples of pork rinds over. They had like this cafe in the middle with like a rotisserie chicken and shit. And then free sample of pork rind. And like at a certain age, like you run amok in a store while your parents shop, you know? Yeah. And if a stranger offers you to put food in your mouth, <laughs> even if it's fried pork skin, you do it. And I was like, this is the most delicious thing. So I walked over with a bag. I'm like, Mom, can we get these? She's like, are you a fucking ghoul? No. <laughs> I'm like, they're delicious. She's like, you ate one? <laughs> Put that back. They had like a a Brock's candy section to buy Brock's. And each candy like like compartment that had like like the you know, the bulk candy in it mm-hmm. had a little metal box with a change piece in and you put a quarter in you could take a piece of the candy to sample it mm. so we are occasionally allowed to buy a piece of candy from the brock's bulk candy area uh there was also like the biggest lobster live lobster tank i ever remember in my life like i could mm. probably recreate a lot of it from memory um that's how weird i am i bought my first ever flannel shirt during the kirk cobain years in my junior high at lanco <laughs> i was like can i get a flannel shirt my mom's like in a flannel shirt? I'm like, yeah. This is probably like $4 in Lanco. <clears throat> but I got one because flannels were cool. Kurt Cobain. My grunge face. So, yeah. yeah. Um, crash dummies. All right. Here, Squeezer, your last pick. Oh, I have a pot of down. I apologize. No, it's okay. I'll restart it. Your time is up, Hook. Never! Lost Boys Attack! Take that! Man over Deathcraft! Fire! Raft sold separately. You put a raft together. New from Mattel. New from Mattel. Do they really have to tell us that we had to put the raft together? What what weird disclaimer is that? That like who sued? Probably some proto Karen. Uh, um 
Yeah, so I know we talked about these before, but uh, it's such a good toy line to talk about on the show. I'm not saying it was such a good toy line, but it's such a good toy line to talk about. Right. Because it, it has some extreme highs and lows. Um, first of all, it's a weird... I don't, look, I love Hook, right? Mm-hmm. But And there, there are some franchises that maybe they don't need a toy line. Or maybe... There's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But they sometimes or, made the best toy lines. Sometimes. Or or maybe they were better off with just a, a Happy Meal toy line. Mm-hmm, hmm Because Hook had a really solid, great Happy Meal toy line. Yes, they did. Um, I, I think so. I had a little squirty Rufio. I know. Um, I gave him back to you. He was in my basement for a while. Oh, yes. He's in my office. I got to clean that thing out. Um, but it, it was really hit or miss, uh, with some of these characters. The biggest miss, uh, to start is, uh, Peter Pan, <laughs> like, like the, the star of your franchise and they are really, really awkward looking. Um, I'm not saying that you should have made an action figure that looked like Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're better off trying to make him look like anybody. It was very um, most nondescript humanoid-like figurine that you can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had uh, in your first one, you had a, a, a sky. What the hell is it? Uh, like a zipline version of Pan. <clears throat> um, you had a, a swashbuckling Pan, which looked really weird. Like you, he's like. Like dressed like Antonio Banderas, um, uh, what was it? Oh, Air Attack Pan, because you know he was, They they went the Kenner route with these, giving him gimmicks, um, and he had a uh, yeah, like there's a little zip line thing that you can hook it and he could slide down a string. I love gimmicks. Uh, you, yeah, I I know I love yeah, I love gimmicks too, but uh, at, not at the expense of having a figure that looks like something. Mm-hmm. Um, you had two Captain Hooks in your first line. You had a multi-blade hook and a tall terror Captain Hook. Uh, the detail in your hooks was actually pretty good. Uh, for a pirate figure, like, he looks like... When you see the figure, you're like, oh, that's Captain Hook. Like, that's clearly a Captain Hook action figure. Like, if you went to uh, a yard sale or uh, a toy show... And Would you're you like, going through a squeezer underneath the table somewhere for fifty cents. A Dustin Hoffman Captain Hook or just Captain Hook? Um, I mean, no, I mean it, it's good enough. It's good enough. I mean, it, it's it's closer to Dustin Hoffman than whatever the Peter Pan head was to Peter Pan. To Rob um, I honestly, I'm trying to like think of anything that he looks like, but he's just a nondescript human being. Um. Whereas it depends, like, unless you knew what you were looking for, you're like, what the hell is this to? Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing with, like, the Lost Boys. You got three Lost Boys. You got the, um, or, uh, two Lost Boys and a Pirate. Uh, and you got, uh, was it Bill Jukes, one of the Pirates? Like, you didn't even get a Smee in the first line. No I think Smee. he was intended for the second run. Yeah. Um, you got Ace. <laughs> Which I don't even remember from the damn movie, but he's got like the black top hat. I had him. He had like a little squirt like backpack, 
And then you did have a Rufio. And then, of course, they have the vehicles, and they also had the um, roleplay stuff. I mean, basically, it's a sword. Uh, and then the the one roleplay thing that was really cool was the uh, uh, hook tri-hook. So it's like a, a fist that you could like put your hand into with the hook on it. But then it also had like two blades in it too. Like this is a ruthless like killing machine. Like imagine uh, uh, Vega, but instead of having the three blades in the middle is a hook. Mm. Yeah. Like if I were a serial killer, like that would be a pretty sweet like gimmick to have. Right. You know? Um, and then uh, the Lost Boy attack raft, which uh, I, I got for, it was an Easter toy. I believe. And I mean, that's a little big for an Easter toy, but I guarantee you that thing cost my mom about three dollars um, because these were not <laughs> these are not meant for the shelf. Right. Uh, and it, it did require some assembly and it had uh, some weak ass catapults because, um, you know, you need a good fulcrum and there it wasn't nearly deep enough. So if you put the character on one end and hit the catapult on the other side to launch them, they'd kind of fall off. Um, which I mean, that would—that's what I would do if you stepped on a log. Sure. Um, there was a short second run. Some came out. There was a new Captain Hook where he had like body armor and some sick ass abs. Um, uh, two more Peter Pans. Um, one one was a food fight pan that he was it like looked like he was when he was covered in uh, all the colored food. Uh, and then, uh. A uh, thud butt. Never. Uh, there's a figure of him, uh, and then there were. Let me see if I can find it. Bigger picture of this. Um, there was supposed to be a bigger run. Uh, there was supposed to be a Smee. Uh, there was supposed to be a food fight Rufio. Oh. There was gonna be a Tink. Oh. They had a Julia Roberts Tinkerbell, which actually wasn't too terrible. Was it Tainty? Um. What's that? Was it teensy? Uh, no, full scale. Oh, like, yeah. It's the full size version, you know. And she's big. Um, but I mean, it, it, it she is still much better than Peter Pan. And then uh, the this battle swing pan. I'm not quite sure what they were going with there. Uh, he, man, I, I, you know what? That's probably the closest one that looks like a Robin Williams. And you know what? Maybe it's better that the other figures didn't look anything like anyone, or especially Robin Williams. Don't get me wrong; I love Robin Williams, not action figure material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wasn't toyetic, as they say. No, no uh, toy. I like that. Yes. No, not toyetic. Don't worry, I'm not either. <laughs> well, neither of us are. All right, uh, my I guess your last pick. Let's wrap this show up. I was like, we're not going to do two hours on this. I feel like shit. Yeah, there's no way we're two hours. No way. We're doing two hours. Sorry. That's all right. It's all right. Um, no, um, to them. Oh, to them. oh. <laughs> yes, of course. I should have. I should have known that. All right. Here is my <clears throat> final pick. Bad scientist. I've done it. It's dissected alien, and it's it's. You take his insides out and put them back in. He's a bloody mess! Yeah! That's disgusting. That's the point! He's spilling his guts! Yeah! Look, 
for more of my gross creations so you too can be a mad scientist. Dissect an alien. Too gross. These toys were awesome and disgusting. <laughs> I only had a few of them. I specifically remember having the um, living ice kits that uh, it was just like a, a clay type living ice compound that you'd form into some sort of monster. And then uh, um, so in the back it says to create the ice stomp, smash living ice into its mold. Um, smash living ice into its mold and seal it shut. Pop it open, then pop out the eye stomp. If eye stomp gets too crazy, rip him and mold him again. Roll living ice into a ball and it, it bounces. Yes, I do remember that. This stuff was awesome. Uh, and it's probably toxic in some ways. <laughs> there was the alien blood compounds, which was just like a goo. Uh, there was three of those, the Billy Belcher, the Oscar Irot, and the Sammy Sneeze. Um, there was some Bendy figures, which I had, uh, the I the Monster Flesh kits, the Igor, the Ogor, and the Slugor. Um, there was the Monster Lab, which lets you, like, put, like, monster compound on the skeleton, and you put it in, like, a sea monkey's tank, and you put this this powder in and the, the skin would like dissolve off of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, were... it's not, I mean, I guess it's one of those toys that you play with like for 15 minutes and then it's done. Yeah. There yeah. was the dissect an alien, which was in the commercial, which he had a bunch of guts and everything with goo in it and you pulled it out. <laughs> you know, now I see that. And I remember like friend, it was one of those things like it's a toy your friend had. Mm-hmm. But they were missing half the pieces and didn't really know how to play with it anymore. Yeah. So you're like, what is this? And you, it's one of those things you try to figure out what the hell it is. And now you know what the hell it is. Now you know. Knowing is half the battle. But yes, mm-hmm. I love these mad scientist toys when I was a kid because I'm a bit of a mad scientist myself, Peter. Did you have the dress up play set? Yes, I did. It kind of looks like your dad. I did have the dress up. Where's the dress up playset? I had that. I didn't even think of that till now. Mad scientist. It looks like Jeffrey on the box. Dress up. Don't tell him I said that. Playset. I did have this. Oh my god. Yes, I had this. Holy shit. I completely forgot I had this. <laughs> I can't believe you had this. When I, as soon as I saw I'm like, oh, it's role play. He has to have it. I did have this. The smock and everything. Uh, yep, the needle with the blood, the crazy teeth. It was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I mean, you could even look just looking at the box. Ooh, kind of, that's how my hair kind of looked in the morning, too. It still does. <laughs> Arco, Mattel, yeah. Yeah, I had this. I completely forgot about it till you said it. I didn't have this in my research squeezer, but yep, I had this playset. <laughs> Oh, yeah, learn that the mad scientist, your hair looks great, too. But that's it. That's Mattel Toys 2, Squeezer. Hmm. That was fun. How do we leave everybody? Tired, bored, indifferent. Tired, bored, indifferent. Um, And thinking about what Mattel Toys they had as a kid... Yes, that's what we do. You did it to me. I did. I did. Um, 
We'll be back next week talking more R-rated uh, movie toys uh, and uh, stuff for kids that was based off of R-rated franchises. Yes. Uh, hopefully we could pull enough out of that. So Yeah, there, there's more Mattel to come. I actually left a few things off knowing what was coming up next week. I think there might be some retreads, but that's what we do best on this show, don't we? That's all right. I think I got to bring up like the, the inspiration for it all. So. And um, then I think we we hit the new year with uh, GI the first ever GI Joe show. Squeezer, all wow. everything on the show is GI Joe. It's a lot of toys. Yeah. In the lineup. Mm-hmm. Snow like Snow Days three. Uh, animated movies too. Which why do we take so long to talk about animated movies again? Jeez. Uh, we're on on Groundhog Day two two. We're talking about everything about the movie Groundhog Day. Our favorite things about the movie Groundhog Day. Um, then Super Bowl commercials four. That's always a fun one. Retro Romance four. I don't know how the fuck we're gonna do that. Uh, the Cat <laughs> Show on two twenty three. At least you're honest about it. All right. And then Retro McDonald's 2, the, the show I'm looking forward to, which will be fun, is the Diecast show on 3.9. That should be interesting. The last one I'll talk about, because it's I could spend all night going through our spring-summer schedule, on March 16th, 3.16, it's our Stone Cold Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin show. Oh, we are so clever. You're so clever. <laughs> uh, it's really just... Uh, uh, bottom of the barrel squeezer shooting fish in a barrel type you know lowest hanging fruit ah cleverness uh, yeah. i mean it's pretty obvious yeah exactly but uh join us next week i hope you all had a great holiday whichever holidays you celebrate and uh uh and a happy new year yes um uh, i hope you get to stay at home and do nothing because that's my dream uh i i will all right squeezer i'm rk i hope that bread's delicious Oh, what bread? Uh, his wife was making cinnamon rolls, and it was working out, so he was going to make bread out of it. Oh. That sounds amazing. That does sound amazing. All right. Well, um, I'm RK. Oh, and I'm Squeezer. See you, everybody. Bye.